Over 35 years, Lenovo has repeatedly pivoted its business to drive growth. Now a $50 billion global force, the next stage of evolution positions it as a pioneer in advanced technologies. Ajit Sivarasan, VP and General Manager for Digital at Lenovo, delves into Lenovo's fascinating history, the challenges of becoming truly global, its route to customer centricity and its latest vision for intelligent transformation. This is the Lenovo story. Liu Shangji, along with 10 other Chinese computer engineers, had taken a professional gamble. It was 1984. Chairman Liu had a respectable career and a growing family, but he also had a vision to do something different. Seeing the future, his group came together and founded New Technology Development Incorporated, a vehicle for computer science backed by the Chinese Academy of Sciences. Equipped with just $25,000 and a small bungalow for an office, the team got down to work. Inconceivable at the time, this basic operation was the start of something hugely significant, not just in the Chinese business landscape, but to the country's whole culture. The company that would one day be known as Lenovo had been born. The fact that Chairman Liu is still recognized as the father of China's IT industry and held in such high esteem is also an accurate measure of Lenovo's reputation. Through multiple transformations since 1984, Lenovo has conquered the technology sphere, an against all odds journey made possible by tenacity, bold strategy and strokes of genius. Today, Lenovo is a rare thing, a Chinese organization that has gone truly global. With $50 billion in yearly revenues and 54,000 employees worldwide, Lenovo is universally recognized and respected. But in this era of relentless digital transformation, it is now drawing on all of its experience to gain forward momentum and redefine the new paradigm. Ajit Sivarasan, 13 years at senior level in the business, has had a front row seat on Lenovo's journey. As leader of the company's customer-facing e-commerce and digital strategy, he is part of a senior team charged with steering it through the current phase of change. The pedigree of innovation has been there right from the beginning. Back in the mid-1980s, New Technology Development Incorporated quickly morphed into legend and Liu's team forged a niche, selling IBM-compatible PCs on the Chinese market. The vital next step was the creation of a proprietary circuit board that processed Chinese characters. Four years after launching its own PC for the first time in 1994, a decade on from the company's humble formation, Legend grew into China's biggest PC manufacturer. With domestic dominance achieved, Sivarasan picks up the story, introducing a major milestone shortly after Legend became Lenovo in 2003. 1984 through 1994, they kind of went through this process of discovering who they are. 2005 was the big, big year. Um, 2005, the current CEO, by the way, he's been the CEO for the last 30 years. Uh, YY, we call him YY. Um, he decided that in order for Lenovo to grow, they had to have an international partner. And that's when they decided to acquire the IBM PC business. So that is the first major international move, and quite frankly, today everybody views that as a pretty historic 
accomplishment for a Chinese company to buy a Western company. The $1.25 billion takeover propelled Lenovo into the global market, transforming it into the planet's third largest PC maker overnight. But another decade later, the wheel turned again, and through two further high-profile acquisitions, it entered new territory in the enterprise and mobile sectors. You know, we bought uh, the IBM server business and the iconic Motorola business from Google. The big challenge for us has been the fact that when we acquired these two businesses in 2014, we became a very complex and very, very different company than just the company that sold PCs. Um, now we had three legitimate businesses that were very different, required very different personalities. Culture has been a running theme for Lenovo ever since the historic IBM buyout in 2005. Not only did that acquisition instantly double sales, but it also granted it complete strategic control over a traditional iconic Western beer moth. East had collided with West, IBM had revolutionized the PC industry, and now a Chinese company was at the wheel, steering research, development, and manufacturing. This is a topic that Savadasan, Indian-born, United States-based, has spoken extensively on how deep-seated business practices from opposite sides of the world have come together in the name of Lenovo to create a new type of brand. A challenge that went far beyond anything encountered in regular M&A. The company had to mesh cultures on an enormous scale. I joined the company in 2006, um, and at the time, uh, the merger had been around for about a year, uh, give or take. And so you have, you know, blue-powered IBM executives on one side, and then you have the Chinese executives on the other side. And the, the good thing, um, YY, incidentally, who was the CEO at the time, stepped down to take um, the chairman role and gave up his CEO role to an American CEO in the hopes of making sure that the cultures were well integrated. The Chinese culture is very different in the sense that they, the way they make decisions, the way they think about a problem, the way they problem solve, and the way they collaborate, all very nuanced and quite frankly kind of reflects the long history they have from a civilization standpoint. When you put yourself in their shoes, you understand, begin to understand that collaboration comes very differently. But I can tell you for a fact that it takes a long time for a lot of people to understand this. And, and that was a big challenge for us. And some of our executives, many of them were from Dell, you know, it's a very different culture. Um, and the Chinese culture is much more about collaboration, getting everybody uh, to agree. Um, and, and it's not about one-upping, it's, it's about teamwork much more, it's not about individualism. So there's a lot of nuances that were at play when we were talking about culture. One critical driver in this years-long transition has been Lenovo's Morrisville office in North Carolina, where Sivadasan is one of 3,000 employees. Determined to establish a foothold outside of China, CEO Yang temporarily stationed himself at the Raleigh Durham campus and the business views this location as its co-headquarters alongside its Beijing site and corporate base in Hong Kong. Serving as a sales, operation and research centre with close proximity to a major manufacturing facility in Witset, 
Morrisville has been the beating heart of Lenovo's globalization. The largest of 15 locations across North America, it is a beacon of Lenovo's diversity and innovation, according to Sivadasan. We have most of our development happening there. We got a lot of our senior executives sitting there. Um, and it happens to be a place where we have a lot of investment in terms of manufacturing and other things. So look, it's all about talent. And we never want to be in a position to discount that talent that we have in a place like North Carolina, which is surrounded by universities and has got a very rich ecosystem of tech companies and biotech companies. So you always want to kind of leverage that and not lose uh, those people and that expertise. Technology companies are having to fill an ever-broadening range of high-skilled jobs in the digital age. And this is especially applicable to Lenovo with its current outlook. It is in the acceleration phase of its latest metamorphosis. The IBM X86 and Motorola acquisitions led to growth away from PC making, but it is now occupied by the preeminent technologies in business. It is a strategic focus that CEO Yang and Lenovo have termed the intelligent transformation, where big data, cloud and artificial intelligence are converging to deliver on an ambitious objective, unrivaled customer centricity. Its data center group has become both indispensable and is driving hyper growth. In the most recent quarter, achieving triple digit growth year on year in North America. The same set of figures boosted record global profits in its Intelligent Devices Group, which included a first-time profit for the mobile business group since the Motorola acquisition in 2014. Powering this success is Lenovo's winning combination of smart devices and infrastructure, now at the core of its business. Connected products are serving homes and offices, while Enterprise is building trust in its Think System and Think Agile data center solutions. Sivadasan says that to stay on an upward trajectory, however, Lenovo must always listen to its customers. As you probably already know, that's not an easy thing because of the need for trying to get to every customer around the world in 165 countries, having CRM systems aligned so we can actually treat every customer well have infrastructure that actually can identify customers with all the concerns about privacy and other things. You know, trying to deal with a seamless customer experience, always challenging. But we also realize that if we don't do that, that's going to be a huge problem in the future. Because at some point, I mean, having a end relationship with the customer becomes really, really important in this business. As we go into smart IoT, as we go into a consumer that really is connected all the time, if you have to service them, you kind of have to move to this next evolution of technology. So in many ways, it's business model. We just recognize that customers are truly important and they're going to have a much bigger voice in the future of how the technology is going to be used. Lenovo isn't working alone on its intelligent transformation. To achieve maximum customer centricity, companies must explore every technological avenue available in order to make the necessary gains, and Lenovo is no different. But it is impossible for organizations to harbor expertise in every strand of technology, such is the searing rate of development. Partnerships are therefore critical to ensuring both delivery and future-proofing, and Lenovo has a broad spectrum of trusted collaborators to call upon. 
As VP for Global E-Commerce, Digital Marketing and Platform, Sivadasan is responsible for growing Lenovo's digital sales around the world. It has online presence in over 35 countries compared to just five when he first joined the company. But Sivadasan is now committed to doubling its online sales over the next three to five years. A key strategic partner for meeting this target is Adobe. Lenovo uses Adobe's full suite of experienced cloud products to orchestrate the optimal customer experience. From establishing audience profiles, to utilizing advanced data analytics, and executing first-class commerce and marketing through Magento Commerce and Makito Engage. Now, the reason I like Adobe is not because, um, not because of any other reason other than my own selfish reason that we like their technology and the technology stack they provide. Um, ultimately, what we are really trying to do is to figure out how to use all of the pieces in the customer journey from a technology standpoint and connect the dots. And Adobe has probably the most complete solution end-to-end. Partnerships also create a fertile innovation environment, and for Lenovo, its long-standing relationship with Course 5 Intelligence offers it the scope to identify untapped opportunities around big data and analytics. By using artificial intelligence and machine learning, Course 5 Intelligence helps companies along their path to digital transformation, powered by data. Many of the things that we have worked with them over the last seven or eight years, you know, reach maturity and we have been able to immensely benefit from those kinds of things. So they're a data analytics platform, they're heavily invested into AI and they're doing a bunch of stuff that's cutting edge. They're, they're another example of a great partner that we have, um, you know, a lot of trust in and we really have gone and worked with them to test out a bunch of stuff. So most of the partners I have, we have a relationship that's very similar, which is the ability to experiment, take risks, um, have open conversations, um, have difficult conversations. And above all, you know, at the end of the day, you know, have personal relationship and a sense of trust to say, look, we're trying to do what's right for both of our businesses. Um, that, that, that's what it takes. I mean, it's, it's, it's like a friendship. Looking at the future, Sivadasan says Lenovo is motivated as much by how much technology can help the human race as improve its own bottom line. If you really think about a lot of the work that we are doing, whether it is working with the Utah, um, you know, the general hospital in Utah, where we are working on some cancer research, or um, we are working with uh, genome research in Barcelona, or you know, doing the supercomputing thing in Barcelona. A um, lot of the things that we, you know, we think about from a technology standpoint is about humanizing technology. It's about how we can leverage technology in some ways to help humanity. I can't predict where the future is going to be in 10 years, quite frankly. Um, I think there's going to be significant amount of disruption. There's going to be a lot of change in the landscape. But my sense is that Lenovo will be a $100 billion company that really is going to be on the cutting edge of technology.